What's up, guys? This is Mike. And this is Leo. And welcome to the Asian Menswear Podcast, a podcast made specifically to empower, inspire, and motivate the next generation of Asian American men to live their best lives. This is for us. Welcome back, guys. Welcome to the Asian Menswear Podcast. I feel like I want to do different intros, but I've been doing the same intro for the past, I don't know how many episodes. So I'll think about doing a new intro. But anyway, new barbershop talk. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Steven Yun's new uh, GQ cover situation. Um, of course, I'm with Leo, Leo Chan, my co-host. What's up, Leo? What's up, man? I'm excited for this one. Yeah, uh, definitely huge news. So if you guys don't know, uh, Steven Yun, because of a Minari, he was I think he's been kind of picking up a lot of work for the movie Minari. If you don't know what Minari is, we did an episode on that a couple of, I think it was last episode, I think we released, but it's about the Korean American, um, Asian American immigrant story. And because of that film, he's been on the cover of GQ recently. And I think he's uh, Prada's picked him up. I think, I don't know how recent that was. I saw a picture of him in Prada geared out in Prada. I think Vogue even had him for the UK edition. So he's kind of, and I didn't even know he, I didn't didn't even know know he's 37 years old. Wow. That gives me hope. I mean, well, because he's, you know, he's Asian, so he looks a lot younger. Yeah. But I didn't know that, so I was just kind of doing uh, research. But yes, this episode is going to be dedicated to real representation that we've always been talking about. And I think what I wanted to do and and Leo wanted to do here is just to kind of talk about the importance of uh, Steven being on uh, GQ. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's actually the first Korean American to ever nice. be on the front cover of GQ in the U.S. He's the second Asian American. The other one was Jeremy Lin back when Linsanity happened. Right. And then there, I think all together, there's only three Asians that has ever been on the Jeez. front cover. The other one was, the, the last one is Henry Golding for right. you know, obviously Crazy Rich Asians. But this one's a bit different. And I'm going to talk about that in the podcast. But a uh, quick backstory. So Stephen Yun's on the cover of GQ and... On there, he's wearing like cowboy attire, mm. uh, cowboy fashion, I guess. I think Leo can speak on more about that. But <laughs> yeah. before Leo jumps into here, because I know he has a little bit of GQ experience because he's been in the magazine himself, which is cool. Um, for, so what I researched was people were saying, wait, why is he wearing cowboy attire? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. And then I, I was reading into it and kind of trying to understand why he did it as well. Because I was, you know... I don't know either. And it's basically a play on the American frontier. So kind of like on the Western times. So oh, what, okay. what Stephen was trying to do was he's basically saying he's, tr- he's introducing kind of like the next frontier because the, the original frontier was like the expansion of America. And for him, uh, this frontier now is kind of introducing the new America, which is like the Asian American uh, side of it. So you know, the new frontier, the Cowboys. So that's why he, I think that's why he, I don't think he uh, says it out that that's why he does it. But he, in his interviews, he's, he's talking about like the new frontier um, multiple times. So I'm, I'm assuming that's what it is. I mean, I like the story. It makes sense to me, but, but what do you think about it? I don't know if you, well, uh, what, what did you think of the outfits in general? I mean, it's just like Western, you know, it's not, like, it's not too relatable for, for you, for us, I guess in that way. Yeah, I think so. But then when I heard this, the why, uh-huh. then I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Okay, how do you so, feel about it? I mean, like, I mean, I, I think number one was definitely that like shock because you're seeing a Asian guy in cowboy that Midwest, like that, that like kind of Western style. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But from my experience with GQ, from what I know is that um, they're featuring him because he is popular from the movie. And so what I gather from other shoots is that usually they do something kind of play on, play off of the movie. So he's still kind of like in that character. So that's why the whole cowboy uh, Western look is very fitting with what his, what his character would have worn in the movie. Okay. So I, I think like in the past too, for example, like Jeremy Lin, you know, like they had him, you know, posing with basketball and like different things. And then they had Henry Golding still in that like crazy rich Asian kind of outfits. So mm. that's usually what they do. Um, I mean, there sense. could be other meanings. That's probably the the real meaning. Okay. Yeah. And I think I, I just probably read that from someone. I, I think it made sense to me. Yeah. Um, about the whole new frontier thing. But, but I hope that clears it up because I'm sure, you know, usually with Asian representation, everyone's like, well, you know, why are we wearing cowboy yeah, why, stuff? Why they, it's exactly. not relatable. People were saying, wait, why are they putting my boy in, in, <laughs> in freaking cowboy stuff? Like, I don't want that representing me. I was like, because like, I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, why is he in cowboy gear? But that yeah, makes sense. No. I think I think both uh, reasons, I like yeah. both too. Makes sense, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that's that's pretty cool. I mean, he's kind of like the man of the hour, I would say, like right now for yeah. Asian Americans. I mean, the fact that he's on the cover is pretty dope. Yeah, everyone was loving it. Um, I mean, uh, I thought it was cool. I think uh, I had no idea that was even... Obviously, they probably keep it under wraps or whatever, but that was pretty cool that they even did that for him. Um, kind of came out of nowhere, though. That's what I'm saying. That's why like, I, was I had like, no idea. <laughs> but they're supposed to do that, right, for GQ? They Don't they keep everything pretty under wraps? I mean, I guess the past year is such a weird year. You know, like usually mm. there's so many movies going on, so many hype, so many press release. Usually all these different celebrities, they're going on, you know, like a three-week media tour, going on all these talk shows and all these magazine shoots to promote the movie. Yeah. Whereas for us, the past year is really like, I mean, like, there's really not that many releases out there. And so this True. really did come out of nowhere because even if they did behind the scenes, like, you don't really know who's traveling, who's doing what right now because everything is so behind the scenes because they don't want to you know, scare anybody with COVID and protocols and things like that. The more they can keep on the wrap, I guess, the better it is. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, this was definitely uh, shocking. But like I say, like some, some some of the photos are dope. I think it there was one photo of him kind of just like half body, and he's like laying Which back. Oh, I think yeah, he was wearing yeah, yeah. like a like a denim shirt. Denim. I was yep. like, yo, Ralph Lauren. I mean, this kind of sexy right there. It's kind of nice to see mm-hmm. an Asian guy in that like nicer way, and it's it shot that way too you know and so i you know i i like it overall it's pretty cool I, th- I think he's definitely come a long way from uh being glenn on the walking dead yeah i mean i feel like he's always been one of the asian actor names out there but i've never yeah. watched that show i didn't really know his work before this i think it comes full circle too because if you guys don't know uh steven yun played glenn and i think he had a groundbreaking role as well because in that role, even though it was kind of limited from what I've seen in the interviews, he actually was like the love interest. He was actually mm. someone that got the girl who, who was who happened to be also uh, a white girl oh, in, the, wow. in the movie. And then obviously they, they you know they killed him off. But I think that was like the start. And then I think he wanted to become more serious because mm. they kept saying that you know they kept kind of putting Glenn as him. Like that was mm. all he was known for. So that's why he right. started picking up all these serious uh, movies moving forward, like Minari and, and a couple of other ones. But one thing I wanted to talk about was like, why is this so important? And, and the reason why is because 
I think for the first time, Stephen is different from Henry Golding and Jeremy Lin. There's a couple mm-hmm. of reasons. It's because I think Stephen is a better representation of like the average Asian man. Mm. You know what I mean? He's like not yeah. super tall. He's just kind of like, you know, it's like a regular looking guy. He's like, you know, and I think yeah. for that, for, for a lot of Asian guys, that's like cool to see. It's like, now we can really say, okay, that looks like, you know, that could be me on, on the cover versus like Jeremy Lin where he's like 6'3". He's I mean, an athlete, yeah. right? He's like a one of, I don't know what percent to make in the NBA. And then you have Henry Golding who's also half British, <laughs> yeah. half English, I mean. You but know also, what I, mean? I, I think because with, with, with Jeremy Lin, not only was the fact that he was one of the very few Asians to ever make it in the NBA, but the fact what what Linsanity came about was because like he was what scoring 25 points in like 20 executive you know consecutive games like yeah. it was all those crazy streaks happening at the same crazy. time to cost all this uh so like not only you probably had to be an asian guy that made it into nba but also have this Doing crazy impact to become like right. a, almost like a superstar overnight so I, I i agree with you that's number one that's like <laughs> like once in a lifetime like impossible thing that really happened right um and then yeah and then second point where you were saying with henry golding um he was also he he was on the he was on the cover but he was also sharing that essentially with the whole gq men of the year so mm-hmm. that was one of the issues where they had multiple covers so different covers had um michael b jordan oh. and he was on some of the covers so it wasn't like all it wasn't like he was oh. the only cover the whole time. Yeah. So actually, he's the... So Stephen would be the first... Wait, wait. First, I, I mean... I mean, technically, Henry Golden was the cover, but he wasn't like the sole... Like, he wasn't the only one. Because he's sharing. Stephen's not sharing for April. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, wait, wasn't, yeah. <laughs> wasn't the issue that you're in uh, April release as well? No, mine was... Uh, oh. I was actually... <laughs> I was actually... In, Two different ones. Oh, um, so the first one I was actually in was in the big September issue. So apparently, like the September issue September. is like the big deal because that's when like Fashion Week is kicking back in. That's they they call it the big fashion issue of the year. And um, I was actually on the in the magazine where the cover was um Stephen Stephen Colbert. So that was really cool, and it's like. The September is actually even a bigger deal because it's like a much thicker GQ issue. Um, That's when a lot of brands like do a lot of stuff in that magazine. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's when I did like a big collab with uh, LG for Fashion Week and they had like a three-page spread. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean like when I look at the impact of like being in the magazine, it's just amazing because at the end of the day, it's like that's one more Asian than before. Yeah. And I think that's going to lead to obviously more. I mean, that's what people are saying. Like, this is how it starts. You know what I mean? And I think, again, I think it's important that, uh, or it's more important for Steven to appear on it because he's, he represents more of like the average Asian man. And, and the fact that his story isn't like an overnight success either. Cause I feel like, you know, Jeremy was like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even Henry Golding, oh, his yeah. rise of stardom was out of nowhere. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, Steven kind of earned that slowly grinding. I you know mean, what I mean? Been, he's been in, he's been acting for how long now? Right. So I think Damn. for him to appear on there, I think that's really cool to see uh, I mean, compared to the other guys. <laughs> it's just amazing because it's so rightfully deserved. And yeah. it's like such perfect timing 
Yeah. Obviously, with just what happened, you know, with with the Golden Globes, and then obviously we we just did an episode about the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's just so cool to see another Asian guy because uh, it's been a while. Because the last one was easily a few years ago. What, what, with uh, Henry, or are we talking about uh, Jeremy? Yeah, with with Henry was easily what two two and a half years ago, I think. Right, and I think was it yeah 2018, and I think Jeremy was even. Pff- I don't know oh, how yeah. long that was. That was when Linsanity was the thing. That's it's crazy because like, I wasn't even covering any of this because this is 2012. Yeah. So I, was, I didn't even start Asian Men's Wear until 2018. So, man, that's crazy. So that that kind of reminds me of like when I was first reading GQ. I started reading oh. GQ first back in college. That's when I started to you know care about, really care more about what I'm wearing yeah, yeah. Uh, and I wanted to learn how to dress better, and like obviously, where do you go for inspiration? Back in the day, you know, you flip through a GQ magazine, and you look through all these photo shoots and different outfit ideas, and even hairstyle. I think I remember like specifically flipping through GQ, and I think I saw like Chen and Tatum back back then, and I remember like it's it's a similar haircut to you to to yours now, but back then mm-hmm. it was just like it was kind of new, and so I, I remember specifically bring that GQ magazine to my hairstylist at a hair salon. And I asked for the lady, you know, can I, can you cut my hair like this with, you know, with the sides and like style like this. And she was just like, Oh, well, you know, you have Asian hair. Like it's, it's, it's different. Your your Mm. hair is going to stick out. You can't cut it and style it like this. And that was honestly one of the first times reading a GQ magazine. And I realized, Oh my God, like, it's different. Like I'm Asian and I, it, this doesn't relate to me. Right. Yeah. And that's when I realized such a misrepresentation, there's no Asian representation in the magazine. Yeah. And that, that was one of the moments I really remember and hit hard. Cause it's like, Oh yeah. Like I don't see myself in this magazine. We don't have representation in this. Right. This, this, you know, you can, you can, you can look at these outfits. You can be inspired all you want, but at the end of the day, it's just not the gonna same. Work always right. Yeah. For, like, like the, if you want the haircut, it's not going to work for the type of hair we have. So that's not relatable in that sense. And, exactly. And see, it's crazy. As, as much as I thought about that, I even, this is a random note, but like, yeah. I think that's kind of where I want to take Asian menswear mm. to sort of like a GQ type of thing where it helps guys like do their hair, but it's obviously it's all related back to the Asian guys. So like, you can do your hair like this because we have the same hair. So right. well, like, you're not going to run into the issue where, wait, I can't have hair like that. Cause I, you know, or maybe these colors work better for me here. I don't know. That's what I was, I've been thinking, but just a random note that I was no, thinking that, about. That, that's, that's perfect. This is where, this is where I, I think like the past five, seven, eight years of social media has proven and, and, and proven what has been missing from mainstream media, like GQ, like publications, like TV, Versus now where, you know, someone like us, you know, who are we to have some sort of a platform and we can control what right. we put out and that can help somebody. And um, it, it just makes me think like what, what you were just saying now about hairstyle. You know, the other day I was doing some quick questions and answers on my Instagram DMs and somebody asked, oh, you know, like what color suits should I wear as an Asian guy? Like what colors would look good on an Asian guy? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is exactly why my page, Love It Taste on your page, Asian menswear is going to help people because you can literally look and see 
which color suit will look nice on an Asian guy? Because exactly. we have so many examples of that. And right. it's really help, helping guys to visualize themselves, dress mm-hmm. in a better way, visualize themselves, wear different colors, different patterns. Because, I mean, like, not everybody's just going to wake up like, hey, I'm going to put on a bold pinstripe suit or like a bold pattern. Because yeah. it takes time to get there. But once you see other others do it and you see other Asian guys do it, you can relate and you can be like, hey, yo, if he can do it, I can do it. And I think that's very empowering in that way. Right. And in a way, they help you because they take that risk first so you can see beforehand and then you decide (laughs) if that's something you want to do, you know, before you take the risk or have the confidence to do it. But yeah, my quick, uh, I think this is for me is like, what does it all mean? I think, and and what kind of direction is this going to take Asian men in in general? Mm -hmm. And I think with Steven Young being on the cover of GQ, mm-hmm. especially in a time right now where, you know, like we have all the media attention about like Asian hate and all the racist things that, you know, Asians have taken in the past, you know, the, the underlying racist comments that have been acceptable. And for him to be able to still be on the cover of GQ says so much. And I think, I guess through all this, the crap that we're dealing with, we still have these, these Asian Americans really still representing, still kind of getting past, you know, still overcoming like Stephen Yun, even his co-star, Alan Kim, he won the Critics' Choice Award for a young actor. Like he's, yeah. he's out there. And what is that going to mean for the Asian kid watching him mm-hmm. getting this award uh, from Nari? And then you got example like yesterday, uh, the professional boxer, Brandon Lee. Mm-hmm. Like we, ha- even through all this crowd, we have guys still pushing, still trying to get us to that next uh, next level. And it's, it's really nice to see. And I think compared to what we got in the past, things are looking good, even though it's like, even though it's murky, mm-hmm. there's like that shining light that's still happening. And I think seeing all that has been amazing. I mean, you know, <laughs> with Asian representation, it's always something is better than nothing. And it yeah. always has to start somewhere or in this sense, it's like, in a way, it's like start back up to have more and more Asian guys. And you you mentioned a great point because now they feature him. You know, this should open the door to featuring more Asian talents out there in general. Like like, like Brandon Lee, what, they can feature him in GQ. Why not? They can right. feature, you know, different Asian artists. It could be music. It could be, you know, like anything. They're, they're, I think now more and more we have agents and different kinds of creative field. So, you know, different kinds of artists, uh, you know, boxing, um, mm-hmm. even local businesses. Like, I'm not surprised if GQ does a feature on Chinatown soon. They should be talking about that kind of stuff. They should be talking about, you know, featuring restaurants and food. You know, like, we need every kind of representation in these kinds of big publications in, in that way. So hopefully, yeah, that, that opens the door to more and more. And you know, it's just like you, you have to you have to keep supporting all the people out there who are doing it now already mm-hmm. so that they, you know, that can easily inspire. Yeah, like that kid can inspire hopefully other kids in the future to go into yeah. acting. Honestly, yeah. hopefully inspire the parents to let the kids even try oh, it. Right. You know, things yeah, like that. Like, wait, that's less risky because he's doing it. So maybe my son... My daughter can be like, I could do that too. Yeah. That, that was a good, another good point that I want to point out. And then the other thing is we got Simu, obviously, with Marvel this year. So yeah. with, with everything going on, I feel like we have so much 
given that we have, you know, like the opportunities are less because of the pandemic and everything, I feel like we're still winning. I think 2021, honestly, is looking really good for Asians in general, if, if not just Asian men. But I think that's what I'm excited about. I think what that's what uh, Stephen Yun's uh, cover on GQ really, um, really made me feel and think about. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's kind of crazy to think back, like what I was saying, too, is that because usually there's so many movies and stuff going on. Like, even in the midst of this pandemic, like, I feel like releasing this small film has had such a strong impact. Because there's no, there's no other movies to distract you with that True. even this small film has been able to capture so many people's audience and have a chance to get featured in GQ. Because otherwise, if there's all these Hollywood blockbusters, I don't True. know. I don't know if been, we could have yeah, done too that. Too much yeah. noise. It would have been too much noise. So that's the bright side of looking at things, you know, like, yeah, everything else is down. The theater is shut down. But guess what? They were able to release Minari still and people were able to watch it and they were able to get all this recognition. Like that's that's really awesome to be able to have that positive side of it. Yeah, I guess there's a little bit of luck there, too, for sure. I mean, yeah, that's uh, I don't know if you had anything else added in there, but something I, I you know, I wanted to, to bring up and talk about because I think for Asia, us Asian guys always kind of hungry or starving for representation. I think it's happening and it's good. It's good for us to see. And we're going to see a lot more, especially a lot more in the next coming years. Yeah, I hope so. And, and I think like, you know, like looking back when I realized there were no Asian faces in GQ, that's when I started looking elsewhere for that kind of inspiration and representation. And that's when I found like other clothing brands like J Crew, because J Crew always used Asian models. Mm. But now like things have really changed because we can control the narrative. We realize we can have podcasts and YouTube and social media to put out the content we've been wanting to see. But at the same time too, we have more and more Asian talents everywhere in all kinds of industries, you know, really, really slowly paving their way and making their way up. So hopefully once they're high up there, they can get featured in uh, GQ more often. Yes, sir. But yep. Uh, that was actually a pretty good conversation there. I, I learned, I mean, your, your points, I think we were kind of going off of just the basic uh, GQ cover. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I'd love to hear what you guys think about it. Do you guys uh, enjoy? I think my dog's sleeping right now. Uh, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed the cover, how you guys feel about it, you know, let us know, DM us. But uh, I think it's a really positive thing. And uh, But yeah, we'll catch you guys for the next one. All right, guys. Peace.